0: This is Main Thing Radio with Pastor Robert Fountain of Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach. Join us as Pastor Robert teaches verse by verse through the book of 2 Peter.
1: guys add to your faith manliness now what he's saying here is courage live a courageous Christian life It takes courage to humble yourself takes courage to get down on your knees and wash somebody's feet to teach them to be willing to do anything for God it takes courage to turn the other cheek in those moments when that's what you know he wants you to do.
0: One of the most difficult things for men to do is humble themselves. We want to exalt ourselves and make much of ourselves. But in today's message, Pastor Robert calls us men to manliness in our faith. It takes holy courage to wash someone's feet or to admit when we are wrong. Are you living a courageous Christian life? Stick around after today's message from Pastor Robert. I have quite a bit of information that I'd like to share with you. Our web address, podcast subscription information, and our contact information. Now here's Pastor Robert with today's message.
2: His love is We're
1: gonna be back in 2 Peter chapter one today. You know, when I was a kid, my family went to church every Sunday morning. My dad would come into my bedroom way too early on Sunday morning, and in his typical, quiet, gentle morning voice, it usually went something like this, Robert, time to get up. You're ready for church. And that meant, of course, you know, putting on my Sunday best because the tradition where we were was even for the little boys, coat and tie. And my parents consistently did their very best to live up to the light they had. You know, they, they were sincere about their walk with Christ. It wasn't fake, it was real. But we never really had any kind of family prayer time or, you know, family devotions, discussions about Scripture that, that I can remember, any, any application of biblical principles to our circumstances. You know, we, I can't remember a situation where my mom or, or my dad would say, well, you know, the Bible says about, you know, about this situation that you're dealing with, this is what the Bible says, and, you know, applying the the Word of God in my life. And so, for me, Jesus really wasn't part of my day-to-day life so much. He was a topic for Sunday, for church. I read a testimony once that described that kind of upbringing as raising a child in church, but not raising that child in Christ. And that resonated with me because, man, I, it's like, I felt like that was my experience. And again, my parents did the best they could. But what I want to encourage you parents and grandparents to recognize is that you can do more than that. You can actually raise your children in Christ. And it's a simple thing. It's just a matter of talking to them about life and, and what the Bible said. And this is why God says, do not steal. This is why the Bible says, thou shalt not lie. You know, there's, this is why the, the Bible tells us that we need to gather together on a regular basis. Apply it. Help them to see the application in their lives. Pray with them about things. You know, if they're struggling with their schoolwork, then say, well, let's, you know what, let's sit down and, and ask God to help you with that. Here in 2 Peter chapter 1, the Bible tells us that faith in Christ is only the starting point. See, that's where we begin our race. But there's much more to living a a fruitful life as a follower of Jesus than merely praying the prayer of salvation. So the focus of our passage today, the title, if you will, of the message is Eight Ingredients of a Fruitful Life. Eight Ingredients of a Fruitful Life. 2 Peter chapter 1. We're going to back up to verse 2. Our focus will be verses 5 through 11, but to keep it all together in context, verse 2 says, grace and peace be multiplied to you in the knowledge of God and of of Jesus our Lord as His divine power has given to us all things that pertain to life and godliness through the knowledge of Him who called us by glory and virtue. "...by which have been given to us exceedingly great and precious promises, that through these you may be partakers of the divine nature, having escaped the corruption that is in the world through lust. But also, for this very reason, giving all diligence, add to your faith virtue." Be even more diligent to make your call and election sure, for if you do these things, you will never stumble, for so an entrance will be supplied to you abundantly into the everlasting kingdom of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Last Sunday, we took an in-depth look at the first four verses, and we learned that a real relationship with Jesus Christ, knowing Jesus, allows us to set aside our fallen human desires... Die to those things and actually partake of his divine nature. Then, having begun to partake of his divine nature, having begun to look to the Holy Spirit for power and for guidance in life, now we're instructed to add to our faith seven things. I told you eight ingredients. That's because you start with faith. And then you add these seven things. Verse 5 says, also for this very reason, giving all diligence, add to your faith virtue. Because of all that God has done for you and is doing in you, he says, give all diligence to add to your faith virtue. Now, before we continue, we need to properly understand this word virtue. Strong's Bible Dictionary says that what the Greek word behind it means is manliness manliness not interesting kind of surprised me now ladies listen just to clarify one of the ladies came up to me after the first service and said were you just talking to the men this morning i mean should i just have tuned it all out no no because this applies to you as well but see here's the thing this letter was originally written first and foremost to a group of men in god's economy we men have been charged with the duty to be spiritual leaders Guys, it's your job, it's your responsibility, it's your duty to lead, spiritually speaking. Now, what Jesus means by that is that you and I are expected to set the tone and the example in the way we choose to live our lives. We need to be examples of spiritual leadership. If you've never read the book by Oswald Sanders, Spiritual Leadership, I encourage you to read it because spiritual leadership may not be what you think it is. Jesus is getting ready to lay out a list for us here in 2 Peter chapter 1, but, but he begins right here by telling us it's time to man up. That's basically what he's saying. Guys, add to your faith manliness. Now, what he's saying here is courage. Live a courageous Christian life. It takes courage to humble yourself. It takes courage to Get down on your knees and wash somebody's feet to teach them to be willing to do anything for God. It takes courage to turn the other cheek in those moments when that's what you know He wants you to do. Most of us as men, I think, you know, we expect to be called to courageous acts in the face of physical danger. But He also calls us to courage in the face of spiritual dangers. We need to accept the responsibility which comes with our role as men in service to the King of Kings. And ladies, you need to do the same. Have the courage to be a woman of God. And don't let culture or, for that matter, church tell you what that looks like. Go to the Scriptures to find out what that looks like. Add to your faith courage, virtue, and to that he says add knowledge, knowledge. Now, last week in that passage when it talked about the knowledge of Christ a couple of times, we discussed the fact that The word that was used, it refers to an experiential knowledge, a personal knowledge, an intimate knowledge, and, you know, knowing Jesus, not just knowing about Jesus. But now, see, we've switched to the other idea. In this passage, he's saying you need to basically add to that foundation of relationship with the Lord Jesus. You need to be diligent to learn. Be teachable. Be teachable. be a learner second timothy chapter 2 verse 15 says be diligent to present yourself approved to god a worker who does not need to be ashamed rightly dividing the word of truth notice how many times the word diligent keeps coming up
0: for joining us for today's edition of Main Thing Radio. The name of our broadcast is our heart's desire to keep the main thing, the main thing, Jesus Christ crucified, glorified, and honored as we study and apply His Word.
1: Maybe you're listening right now in Miami-Dade County and you don't have a home church. We want to take this time to invite you to join us for worship. We meet Sunday mornings at 9.30, 11, and 12.30 then again at 7.30 p.m. on Sunday nights. For more information, call us at 305-531-2730 or log on to MainThingRadio.com and follow the link to the church website.
0: At our website, you'll find today's broadcast for you to listen to or download. And we also encourage you to prayerfully consider financially supporting Main Thing Radio. With a gift of any amount, we will send you an MP3 CD of the entire book of 2 Peter. A secure option for you to give has been provided via PayPal. That's all available at mainthingradio.com. Or send us an email at questions at mainthingradio.com. Again, thanks so much for joining us today. Mark your Bibles in the book of 2 Peter and join us next time here on Main Thing Radio.